What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Modern Business. I'm your host, Matthew Allen, and on today's episode, we're gonna talk if you are somebody, if you're if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an online coach, if you wanna create more impact and make more money, then I wanna teach you how to niche down. I talk about it a ton, and today, on today's episode, we're gonna talk about niching down. So, tune in, bada bing, bada boom. I don't have an intro song, so let's get into it. So again, yeah, if you're an online coach, and you're someone who wants to create massive impact. If you've been stuck for three months, maybe more, on how do I sign up more clients? How do I start growing my Instagram? How do I get my clients to do the work? How do I start charging more money? All of these things might be the cause of you not niching down. So I want you to think about something. I want you to think about the most powerful companies that are out there, the most wealthy companies, the most successful companies out there right now. Someone like Nike. If anyone's ever read the book Shoe Knight, which I actually, or Shoe Dog, sorry, which I actually haven't, but I've heard a lot about it. I've looked into Phil Knight's, uh, the founder of Nike, uh, his story. And he spent 25 years before he made a dollar off of Nike. And we all obviously know what Nike is today, but what he did was he was working on perfecting the running shoe. He was working on one single product for runners, right? One very specific thing. And now we know Nike as what it is today, this multi-dimensional brand who has many, many products, including like golf clubs and golf balls and like all sorts of stuff that is, whoa, my computer just fell over. <laughs> all sorts of stuff that have, you know, way beyond running that might really not have anything to do with a running shoe. And they make all sorts of shoes now, right? You think about a company like Apple. The first computer came out in 1976. And what did they do? They perfected making the best computer, the best user experience for years and years until 2001 when their next product came out, which was the iPod, right? That's 25 years, again, just like Nike, 25 years. Not that it will take you longer. You have to do this for 25 years, but they spent 25 years doing one thing so well. They got so well known for one thing, Apple, computers. And now, of course, we know them for all the other products that they have, like watches and headphones and keyboards and Speakers maybe? Oh, do they have speakers? I don't know, probably not. Uh, another example, Lululemon. They were known for women yoga pants. Yoga pants for women. And now they have a men's line and they do have all sorts of products. And then to give you even a deeper look into this, a few more examples, someone like Knees Over Toes Guy. If you don't know Knees Over Toes Guy, uh, he grew so damn fast. And now, he, I think he's, he's approaching a million followers on Instagram. But all he did, he was a knee guy, right? Knees over toes. He helped people with knee pain. Uh, and his target market was so specific to knee pain. Uh, and now he's, he's starting to broaden that out into general health and fitness. But he was knees, knees, knees. And he would show how he could dunk. He would dunk a basketball, right? Like, again, very niche down to things that people with bad knees think they can never do again. And his story about his knee pain uh, was exactly where he got to today. And and we're gonna dive back into that in a little bit. Uh, but my final example is, is a friend of mine, Steph Ganowski. She was on the podcast um, talking about relationships. And that was a few months ago. And I would say she had under 20,000 followers. And relationships, very broad, very general, romantic relationships specifically. And then she started talking about sex. And she freaking blew up. And sex is one part of relationships, right? But she focused in on sex and she blew up. She's at 80, I think almost 90,000 followers now uh, in the last month or so. She really took off because she got really specific on what she does. Instead of just relationships as a whole, she started talking about sex. And not just sex for men and women, but men. She talks about men and, uh, you know, <laughs> 
uh, coming too early and and uh, uh, incompetence and all that stuff. She talks specifically to men, so she even niched down within that. And you can go look her up, Steph Ganowski. Um, you can go listen to her episode. It was a phenomenal episode with Modern Happiness. Um, but she wasn't a sex coach then. And yeah, she's probably, I think, under 20,000 followers. Now almost at 90, blowing up because she niched down into sex. So if you don't believe me, there are some great examples for you. And in this episode, again, you want to create more impact. You want to make more money. I want to help you niche down inside this episode because, uh, listen, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But if you want to grow quickly and you want to create more impact, this is how we do it. And I'm willing to bet that you haven't niched down just yet because a lot of us, like I thought the same thing when I was a personal trainer and uh, even when I created my first branding course that I can help everyone. You're probably sitting there thinking, I can help everyone. And I just had a post the other day on Instagram that gave Jay-Z as an example, right? If Jay-Z tried to make music for everyone, country, EDM, classical music, how quickly would he have grown trying to target every market, everybody's personalities uh, and taste in music, right? He wouldn't have grown fast at all. But for one thing, he got to do what he loved, which was rap, create rap music, right? Rap and hip hop. And two, that's a niche in its own. It's a, it's a big niche, right? Uh, but this is what all musicians do, right? Uh, because first of all, one, they like it, so they just do what they like. That means it gets easier and comes natural to them. Uh, but two, they're in a very specific genre uh, where people will become more hardcore fans. You can imagine what a hardcore fan would be like uh, if you were making all sorts of music, right? Oh, their, their next album is country? And then the next album is rap. You're like, I don't like this kind of music. So you start to fade. You start to lose trust. And that's what can happen when you're not niching down, when you're not getting specific enough. So I know we want to help everyone. I know that's why we're coaches and why we do this. But that is probably one of the biggest reasons that I see that why people are not growing and not creating the impact that they want to create. So to understand how to niche down, here it is. This is the big number one thing. 99.9% of the time, you are the evolved version of your niche. You are the future version of your niche. Your niche is you three, four, five, ten years ago. And this is such a powerful, this is such a powerful, um, when you can get this down in your head, it's super powerful. Because then you realize that I remember what it was like to be that person. I know the pains and problems that they're going through. I know what they wanted to be so badly that you can start speaking to that person. And this is where we want to get to with our messaging. We want to become the obvious solution to our ideal client's problems. And you don't do that by speaking in general terms. You do that by getting specific, hyper-specific. So I talk about this, right? I had an episode, getting people to think of you offline. You want somebody when they're laying in bed, when their phone is not in front of their face, and scrolling through Instagram, going through the millions of options that they could be doing to improve their current situation. You want them to be laying in bed at night. You want them to be out at dinner. Maybe their mind is wandering. Maybe they're watching Netflix and they're just sitting there going, this problem that I have, I need it solved. I fucking need it solved. And the next thought they should have is you. Right, so let's give some examples. So let, I wanna go back to knees over toes guy. He solves knee pain. I bet you what he does and what he can help with 
could also solve lower back pain, hip issues, other health issues. He's a personal trainer. I bet you he could solve a lot of those problems. But he doesn't focus on all those problems. He focuses on knee pain. And so when you're sitting there and you take a step downstairs, your first step of the day, or maybe you're getting out of bed and you have knee pain, you go, ugh, my knees, fuck. And you think to yourself, you know, knees over toes guy, his story where he talks about how he went to a bunch of doctors and all those doctors told him he was never, you know, this knee pain was never going to be solved. You're never going to dunk a basketball again. You're never just going to be out of knee pain. It's just going to be this problem. You know, you have cartilage, blah, 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 whatever his whole story is. Someone gets out of bed and they feel that first knee pain. They go, you know, I thought this is just who I am. I thought I, I just have to deal with my knee pain for the rest of my life. My friends say, hey, Matt, do you want to go hiking? And I say, probably not because I have knee pain and it's just going to hurt too badly. And that's who I am. That's my life. And when knees over toes guy tells a story and says, that's what people told me, but guess what? I've solved that problem. And he has so many testimonials now, he can say that he solved that problem for so many other people. But even if you don't have testimonials, don't worry because you're the testimonial. And so when that person gets out of bed and they, they think, oh, you know, this is just who I am. I'm never going to solve this. But then they think of knees over toes guy who had the same story. He said, you're never going to solve this. And he solved it. You go, I need to reach out to him. He needs to be my person. But you can imagine how less effective it would be if knees over toes guy was on his story and on Monday he was like talking about knee pain. And on Tuesday he was talking about lower back pain. And on Wednesday he was talking about, you know, general health and wellness and losing the six pack and nutrition and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. If you go look at his stuff, if you go scroll through his Instagram, I'll talk about this too, right? Repeat and be memorable. That's how you get people to think of you offline. When you scroll through his Instagram, he talks about like the same three, four exercises. It's like walking backwards, um, reverse hyperextensions, blah, blah. You can go look it up. It's the stuff he literally over and over and over and over. Um, so it's repeating and be memorable, but he knows for one, what that's like, what the pain is like to be in that situation. And so do you. So if you're listening to this, I want you to take some time to yourself, take some time to journal, or go for a 30-minute walk, unplugged, and I want you to ask yourself, what was it like? What did it feel like for me when I was in the situation? Because, again, 99.9% .9 of the time, we are an evolved version of our niche. We started a business because we had a problem that we solved for ourselves. And now we say, I'm an expert at this, and I want to help people solve the same problem. So you know what that's like. But when we're like, you know, I keep using the personal trainer example. Personal trainers, oh, I can help everyone work out safer, lift weights, learn how to lift weights. Uh, I can program for anyone. I can help them with nutrition. And then you start talking about that in general terms. Who wants to lose 10 pounds? Everybody fucking wants to lose 10 pounds. But when you ask yourself, well, who was I five years ago? And I'll give you my example, Matt, five years ago. Actually, let's go Matt. Let's go Matt in high school. I love this story because it's fun. Um, Matt in high school, loved baseball. Loved baseball. And at my school, the baseball team didn't really have a strength and conditioning program. There was no strength coach to help us. We, we were all on our own. Compared to the football team, like they would work out, they'd have practice, and they'd work out every single day. That's what they did. Baseball, we, did, we didn't do that. We didn't have off season where everyone worked out together. So it was up to me to work out by myself. And you know what I did? I got a really strong chest, if you know me. I got boobies for days. Um, but I skipped leg day. I would do leg day like once a month and maybe 
and then I'd be so sore and hurting that I wouldn't do it again for another month. But if somebody was on Instagram and they were like, hey, if you're a sophomore in high school right now, right, you see how specific I'm getting, and you love baseball, and maybe you're working out a little bit, but you're not getting as strong as your football player friends who have a very specific program. And I know so badly you wanna make varsity this year. And you wanna hit more home runs, you wanna throw harder, you wanna pitch harder, faster, you wanna steal more bases, you wanna to get to that fly ball way out in the outfield, you wanna turn more double ways, whatever it is, right? Get really specific on baseball. And he goes, I'll teach you how to do that. First, it starts with strengthening your legs because that's where all your power comes from. Strengthening your legs, glutes, and hips. And if you can have strong legs, glutes, and hips, then you'll be hitting the ball further. You'll have faster rotation on your swing, right? And all that stuff, I'm getting so specific on what a baseball player needs. And then when I do that, and when Matt, who probably wouldn't buy a program, but he would tell his parents for fucking sure he would, if someone said that to me in high school, right? Instagram wasn't around back then. Neither was a lot of online coaching. But if, if I was a high schooler right now and somebody said all that stuff, and I, I bet you're probably skipping leg day. And maybe you're working out a little bit, but you don't really know what you're doing. You're, you're on bodybuilding.com trying to figure it out yourself. Well, guess what? You need baseball-specific training. So you can, right, and then we give him the, the solution. What does Matt want? He wants to hit more home runs, steal more bases, throw the ball harder, faster, run faster, all those things so that he can be recruited in college. And you can play baseball for the rest of your life. You're selling that final outcome. And I know that because I know all those things, that's exactly what Matt was doing. And we think to ourselves, well, that's so specific, not everybody has that problem. Well, first of all, that is not true. A lot more people are gonna have that problem than you realize how many high school baseball players are there who are very likely doing all of those things, experiencing the same problems. Probably not all of them, but I don't need a million high schooler clients. I need like 20. I need like 20 to sell them a $2,000 program and I make $40,000 in the off season, during the winter, right? And then I can change my messaging and start talking about, hmm, what did Matt do? Uh, well, summer he was playing baseball, but yeah, I mean, any case, uh, maybe there's in-season training, right? What do you do during the in-season? You can sell them the next program or the next continued support. The point is, is that it's so specific. I know what Matt doing. Matt is doing. And there's plenty of people out there who have this problem. And then also, guess what? You're never stuck to your niche. You're never stuck to your niche. Because then a football player is going to see that and say, well, I don't play baseball, but, you know, I do need help with some of this stuff. Or a basketball player or whatever. Another athlete is going to go, well, I don't play baseball, but, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. And if he can help a baseball player run faster, blah, 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 I'm sure he can help a basketball player jump higher, turn quicker, right? If I'm talking about the first step, when you're stealing a base, if I'm talking about the first step, you know, well, how many people need a first step in sports? Football players off the line, basketball players, when making a move, uh, you know, going hard in the paint, <laughs> right? So you're never going to be stuck to your niche. So remember that. And when I started niching down personal trainers, I got so many messages that were like, hey, I know I'm not a personal trainer, but I love what you're doing. Well, and then guess what? I get to say, well, I can help more than personal trainers. This is just my niche, but I can, you know, let's have a, let's have a chat and let's see if I can help you. All right, so you're never stuck to your niche, but we think that, oh, I can help everyone. But when you start to help everyone, you start to fall flat. So I'll build off that example, right? Again, if I'm just a personal trainer and I'm like, 
hey, I want to help you get stronger, stronger and faster, right? If I was, maybe I was like, yeah, I know I want to help athletes. I'll help you get stronger and faster. But we're missing so much there. Well, that's what everyone's saying. Of course, you can help me get stronger and faster. But when you talk to those deep pain points, like, damn, I, I knew I know I should be doing leg day, but <laughs> it hurts and I don't know what I'm doing and I need that support and accountability with it. Uh, let's go a level deeper. Hey, um, Jack and Billy, they made the varsity team and you know you're better than them. You know for a fact that you're better than them, but you know, there's some politics involved in your town and making the varsity team. But what if you were so damn good, so much stronger, so much faster that politics didn't even matter and that you made the varsity team because you were that good. You were that much stronger, faster, better than the rest. That's a very specific problem that I was having. And when you start to speak to that, then you become the obvious solution to your ideal client's problems and then they will hire you. And then, they'll hire, and then they'll pay more money. And then so that's what it takes to become a specialist. So when you niche down, you become a specialist. And, and here's my other reference to a specialist. We'll stick with sports, right? In the NFL, those athletes pay a lot of money. Yes, obviously they have the money and it's high value for them, but they pay a lot of money to let's say, we'll stick with the knee, right? They tear, tear the ACL. They're going to the best knee doctor. They're not going to a general doctor and paying him loads of money. They're paying the knee specialist. And maybe he doesn't even do just all knees. He's probably just like the best ACL surgeon in the world. And he can charge a lot of money for that because he's the best and he does one thing really well. That makes sense, right? So when you do one thing really well, you can charge a lot of money. And you can charge a lot of money because you've shown people that you do this one thing really well, right? If someone's gonna hire that coach, do I wanna hire the general personal trainer who works with a lot of people? Or do I wanna hire the baseball trainer who knows my pain points, who's gonna help me get, you know, throw faster, steal more bases, hit more home runs, all that stuff. I know it can seem scary to niche down because we feel like we're gonna lose out on potential clients. I stick with this personal training example, but anything you coach in wellness, you know, if you're a mindset coach, life coach, yeah, everyone could use a life coach, right? Absolutely everyone. But who specifically? Is it a high-level CEO? Is it high school students who, you know, I know teen suicide is up, right? Those, those, those are way different problems for a teen in high school dealing with the judgment of his peers and all this stuff compared to a CEO who has a family that he's trying to make money for and maybe his wife isn't having sex with him anymore. Like that's a different problem than the high schooler who uh, maybe doesn't have friends or maybe is overweight and is getting picked on. Maybe they're the bully and they're the bully because their parents are getting divorced. So there's so many ways you can niche down, but it's likely you five, 10, 20 years ago, whatever it was, because you know those pains. And you see when I give those baseball examples, it's so easy for me. I'm literally coming up with this off the top of my head because it was me, whatever that was, 15 years ago. I know what I was dealing with so I could speak to it easily. And now you can imagine how your content then becomes even easier because you know exactly what to say because you've been there. The content becomes so easy. So. If this makes sense to you, if you wanna dive deep into this, I'm hosting a live training, a webinar on the 15th, February 15th, it's a Tuesday. Um, the time's 
I haven't chosen the time yet. Uh, it'll probably be uh, sometime in the morning. Replay will obviously be available. If you want access to this training, we're gonna dive deep into niching down. I'm gonna ask you some really good questions so you get very clear on who you were five years ago. And how do we turn that into content that makes you the obvious solution to your ideal client's problems so that you can create greater impact, so that you can make more money, start charging more, and so you don't have to have 50 clients or you're selling this $200 offer, which is, I mean, they're all, it's all hard making sales, but you know, why not sell one $2,000 offer compared to uh, 10 $200 offers where your client kind of makes progress, kind of not. We want to change lives. We want to create massive impact, which is why I want to help you create this high ticket offer, but it all sorts of niching down. So if you want to dive deep into a training, uh, there will be Q&A afterwards where I'll help you get clarity on your niche. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about messaging and how that can work and how you can start showing up better on your social media platforms. And that's it, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, that's it. Sign up for this webinar. I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited to offer it to you guys. Uh, there's, it's a no-pitch webinar, by the way. No pitch. There's no at the end. I'm not going to offer you to join my program. I'm not going to sell you anything at all. I just want to help. I want to create massive impact myself. Uh, if I can help you coaches be better coaches, learn how to market yourselves better, then 1% of the time we're changing the world. So I uh, look forward to seeing you in this live training on February 15th. I keep checking my calendar. February 15th. Um, by the time you're listening to this, there will be a time. So click the link. You'll get the time there. Um, and replays will, of course, be available. Look forward to seeing you there, and have a beautiful, beautiful day.